This is the EPLOG audio experience. He never went to a design school. He started as a sales and marketing executive, moved to product development and now heads design and packaging at one of the leading FMCG companies in India. So you see those wrappers, covers, packets, bottles of products and say, well, what must be going behind that? What are the ideas, thoughts? What is the mind that goes behind actually creating that? Kabhi socha hai? Hello and welcome to Voice of Achievers with me, Ashika. Yes, it is the Cool Corporate Series and we're talking to a senior leader and design and innovation expert to dissect packaging and design, creativity and logical reasoning in marketing careers, developing design thinking and lots more. Our guest is Mr. Ashwini Kumar, Chief of Design and Packaging at ITC Limited. He's worked with leading products across categories including cigarettes, tobacco, foods, personal care products, hotels, stationery products, home fragrances, tea, you name it. He's a member of the Apex Design Council of India and as chairman of several international summits, he's contributed across several forums, both nationally and internationally, as a design mentor and keynote speaker. Now he's promised to share tips and some enriching experiences that he may have had across his career that may help you and cannot wait to speak to him. So happy and thrilled to have you on the show, Mr. Kumar. Same here. What a pleasure indeed. You know, Mr. Kumar, I think I want to begin with the why. Why do we have so much effort, so much mind, heart, energy invested in packaging what is it that goes into this and why is it even important to me uh, packaging plays many roles there are lots of things that it does for the consumers and for the brand but the most important thing that it does is it protects the product and it helps in uh, the right form of transportation from one point to the other for the consumer. So you see, you are making a product and you want it to be consumed and used at different places at different points of time. So you have to package it in such a manner that the consumers can use it at their convenience. So to me, that's the most important. What, what interests me is that, yes, it reaches the hands of the consumer, but a large part of the design and packaging actually involves reaching the heart of the consumer. I would like to know from you, what is the thought or what are the thoughts that go into understanding the personality of a product, understanding who will be the personality buying that product and therefore charting or coming up with a plan for design accordingly. So actually, there are different kinds of products and they need different kinds of design thinking and design ideas. For example, let's take perfume. There, the, the whole look and feel of packaging has to give it a certain luxurious feel, a certain feel that, you know, 
I want this product. I want this for myself. And there's an immense pride in displaying it and showing off that kind of a thing because it's a very emotional aspect of human beings and how you smell. Okay. So when it comes to that kind of packaging, there's a lot of importance given to just the look of how it should be. So for example, a lot of embellishments, you know, certain feelings are given, certain textures are given, certain thoughts are given to it so that it comes across as something which is very, very emotionally linked to what you want. Then there is the other end of packaging where you are actually wanting uh, just the, the belief that it is well packaged and that's all. So for example, you know, it could be um, some fresh vegetables. Uh, where uh, you 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 need to pick up from the store and take it home. So there, there'll be a film, a film with some little holes inside, so it allows the product to breathe. There won't be too much of embellishment. There'll be too, not too much of design work on it. There'll be a simple, just the brand to indicate that what their product is about. So each category of product needs a different kind of design, a different kind of packaging. So that's how it really works in the developer's mind. But to uh, really answer the question about heart, uh, let me tell you that that's a very, very um, important aspect that you've hit upon because there is a lot of emotion that gets into uh, a brand and packaging plays a very critical role in, in that emotion. Now, for example, um, I often talk about this Tiffany's. You know, Tiffany's is a luxurious brand and the Tiffany's ring is, is a very major aspect in any relationship when you're getting married. So if you've given a Tiffany's ring, you're bonded forever and you know that kind of a feel. But Tiffany's has done something very amazing. They have created their own color. So, you know, Tiffany's blue color. Very, very simple packaging and very little embellishment, very understated, but it is that color. And the moment you see that color, the emotion is evoked, you know, about how wonderful Tiffany as a brand is. And that is where emotion plays a role. The other brand that I always talk about is Boroli. This brand has got this very dirty green color. Nothing very, very attractive about it. But every household has to have a borolin. If there's a little cut, little burn, first thing you do is use borolin. So that color evokes a different emotion, an emotion of, you know, care. So on one hand, there is uh, the, the Tiffany blue, the other hand is the borolin green. So these are the ways people create that emotion that you talk about. Very, very interesting. And I'd like to take you back one step and uh, tell us from a design perspective. Now you know that there is a product, you know the target market. Does one in the design space go back a step and then dissect this? Well, this is the emotion I want it to evoke. Or these are the, uh, you know, specifications that it should have. If you can tell us what are the steps in the mind of a design person? Because today we have entrepreneurs, professionals, artists, even solopreneurs having products and services and selling them online. How should they approach 
designing their product or service in a certain manner? So when it comes to packaging, uh, there are two critical aspects, or should I say there are two verticals to it. One is the structure of the packaging. So uh, it means, you know, what is the shape of it, whether it's a bottle, if it's a bottle, whether it's a glass bottle or it's a plastic bottle, if it is a carton, so what is the shape of the carton? Then how is it opening and closing? What is the dispensing mechanism out of it? How does it, you know, stay closed and protects the product? So that is the structural aspect. What are the sizes to it? If the brand has to come in many sizes, how do you ensure that that structure adapts into different sizes and you still have that similar feel across the brand family. Engineering comes into play because you have to create um, a structure that can be manufactured on machines, that can be packed on machines. So we, we often refer to it as the engineering drawing and some people call it the key line drawing. So uh, that engineering drawing is actually extremely critical because that becomes your foundation to your packaging, that it is printable, that should be such that it can be manufactured, that is such that it can be actually working in the hands of the consumer. So from end to end, it is a highly technical area and it needs uh, detailing at every single step. So that is the one aspect of packaging. The other is the graphics. And that is where the branding, the colors, the fonts, the typefaces, the embellishments, they all come in. And uh, that's where the, the, the look and feel of, as they say, the first moment of truth, when you see the brand onto the shelf and you link to it, you engage with it, it comes under the segment of commercial art. So you are actually uh, creating design which can be sold commercially. So both structure and graphics need consumer understanding. So if you can do not understand how the consumer will interface with your structure, how the consumer will open and close, how the consumer will eat or take out the product and consume it or use it, then how can you design the structure? When it comes to graphics and brands, you have to understand how the consumers, what colors resonate with the color, what fonts resonate with the color, with the brand. How will a particular font style link best with the idea and the concept or the brief that you have in hand or that you're working with? Design thinking actually is the buzzword. For all young people, it's the buzzword and it's a critical skill that, uh, you know, or it's a futuristic skill that they need to have. So what is it that they need to have? How do they even build it? And yeah. what are the key little things that they can do to implement design thinking into their product service? So let me tell you, design thinking is very, very wrongly used term. It doesn't mean that it is all about just design. The word design thinking has come in because it takes a lot of things the way designers do, that's all. But design thinking actually is nothing but a way of thinking. It's a way of, it's an attitude towards how you work, how you do things, okay? And what is that attitude? That attitude is understanding the real issue, the problem, getting into the depths of it, understanding the consumer, the user, 
and then you know questioning the belief a creative person will never be happy you know uh, the creative person said nay can we do it like this can we do it like some other way so th- there is always a sense of questioning into what you are doing so that's the second aspect of design thinking that you question and then you come with a solution and then when the solution emerges you prototype it then you test it okay that's what design thinking is all about and design thinking is used by business by engineers everybody uses design thinking it's, it's an attitude towards how you work interesting and because you brought in creativity tell us how much of designing is creativity and what where does logical thinking or logical reasoning come into play they have to marry <laughs> that's what is the that's what is the difference between uh, commercial art and art that you use only for a creative uh, expression for example emma fussen okay he creates uh, he created a series of horses there are so many artists who create certain uh, expressions a style of painting okay that is not going into the hands of mass consumers okay it is going maybe into the onto the walls of certain people who collect art or into the drawing rooms or living rooms or it's going to the museums but when it comes to commercial art it is all about logical and rational thinking because you have to help it sell hmm. and that is why the logical thinking is so so critical you cannot be creating a pretty picture okay you have to create something that sells you and that is why it is all about understanding little little things and a plus b plus c plus d ultimately adds up to that entire package very interesting and because you talk of so many skills tell us what are the kind of skills that are required for young professionals when they're getting into the design packaging the marketing i think all of these together i mean the lines are so blurred today what are the characteristics and key skills that they need to have or the preparedness that they need to have when building a career in these spaces first skill uh, is that you have to leave your design ego behind interesting because if you if you have a design ego you cannot work in a commercial setup tell us what's a design ego it is a belief that what you have put together is just perfect okay okay but what happens is that when you are working in an organization when you are developing a product or an idea which has to go into the market there'll be many stakeholders to it and each person will have a certain thought of value to be added at each step at each stage thus if you believe that oh this is the best and take it or leave it then you are gone you should be flexible enough to you know whatever has been done to moderate it you have you should be flexible enough to new idea solution you should be open to the whole work done and getting trashed hmm. completely and redoing it you know so my god so yes that's what is extremely critical you should be able to do work that is doable or should i say that comes out in real life the way you create you see very often i see so many people they create things which look good only on to the apple max 
And then when you start converting it into real life solutions, it just doesn't look the same. So what's the point in doing that? So a pilot or a prototype again here is critical, I would assume. It's not just about pilot and prototyping, Ashika. It is also about thinking through right at each step. You know, whether you are, you are, you know, the sizing that you do, the writing that you do, whether this will, you create some very, very fancy looking something filled with many elements and make it look beautiful in a presentation. But ultimately, when you have to actually do in real life, it just doesn't come alive. You should be able to think through. That's a skill which is important. You should be able to see how it will come in real life, which means you have to be true to yourself. Don't be in the business of this, you know, doing it, tick marking, getting a pat on the back and moving on. You have to feel that I'm going to do something which will come out really well, right end to end. So to me, that is the other skill that is needed, thinking through end to end. And that makes a lot of difference. Now, you never went to a design school, no design background. Today, we have design schools, we have people studying three years, four years. And you talk of flexibility, I'm sure, in your career that that moved or rather maneuvered across sales to product to ultimately designing and packaging. What were the things that you picked up? What were the nuances that you picked up as experiences that have helped you grow? If you were to pick the top two or three. I think the, the most important experience for me was the whole world of brand and the creativity that it unleashes uh, into uh, the world of marketing. Uh, what you create uh, goes into the hands of, you know, millions of people, goes up onto um, a display and uh, when you... Uh, by the way, uh, how is that feeling? Your, uh, many times a communication goes out into the market uh, about the launch of a brand. You, you land at an airport and you come out of the aircraft and there you see it big what you have created and it's there it's it's an uh, uh, awesome feeling it's, it's, it's oh my god <laughs> this is happening it's a feeling that ultimately uh, what you had planned to create that intervention that you wanted for the market for the business is working is uh, is happened and that's the whole idea of a, a design manager that the intervention that is planned for, you can actually convert creatively into a solution and idea which can be marketed well. So, so that feeling is very, very nice. And I think one of some of those experiences I will always cherish. True. I'll, I'm, I'm going to get you back to the question of what are the top two or three things that you actually picked up as experiences that you feel that you've learned and grown with those in across these years? Um, I think uh, one skill that has really helped me to be ahead of uh, many others is the understanding of the printing processes. Okay. Uh, different, different printing processes and what goes into making uh, a great uh, creative idea printable. Lovely. So, you know, design is all about not just uh, 
taking expression and carving it out, but it is also about about making it meaningful, right. making it rational. So the young people who are coming into this uh, area should ensure that their idea is rational, their idea is meaningful. That, that's another skill. And last, lastly, do not forget that commercial art is all about creating a business result. So ultimately, at the end of it, you should be able to get the bottom lines for the brand. You should be able to take the, the, the pleasure that, uh, and the pride that what you created is able to give the bottom line to the brand. So that understanding, you know, designers shouldn't become people who are just into the creative realm. Right. They should have the good, good understanding of business. The balance of the two. You know, and I keep talking about Brian Chesky. Who, who is the Airbnb CEO and the founder. He is a designer by education and look at the kind of business he has created. Right. So it is all about design thinking. It is all about this understanding of linking design to commercial and, you know, using it so effectively that you continuously create products and businesses which, which actually are disruptive you know talking actually talking of disruption uh there's so much disruption from the time i'm sure from the times that careers came to you to the times that careers come to young people today there's so many careers within even the fmcg industry within marketing within sales design packaging that uh, the opportunity is immense but the confusion has increased again as well. So uh, tell us what are the upcoming, some of the upcoming careers that young people can look forward to building their skills, their portfolios around uh, in this industry. You know, today, as you rightly said, uh, there is like a complete uh, overall of the roles and jobs now, when it comes to uh, the area of packaging and it comes to area of design, there is a lot of change, but yet certain roles would require to continue and continue to build the foundation that uh, this work stands on. Now, for example, um, if you, if you uh, have to be a creative person, but if you have the knowledge and foundational principles of aesthetics, harmony, etc. Then what happens is you're able to use those principles and knowledge to do something better. Similarly, if you are um, if you have the right knowledge of engineering and uh, user interfaces and user experiences, then you create products which challenge what has been in the past. Today. Um, every single day we see a new product coming out and you know redefining uh, the experiences around us. So I feel uh, product designing is is a very major area. Other day I read somewhere that uh, NASA was looking for uh, a competition on how to design um, uh, a toilet seat for moon yeah, yeah. for the moon. Uh, you know people living on the moon. So you know it's it's. It's a fantastic and fabulous area to be in uh, product design. Because 
you have seen what you've seen in these years and now you see young people in the industry tell us how the synergy is and how do your experiences blend with their ideas what are some of the what are one or two key things that young people come with that you see is promising i'm really fascinated with today's the the millennials and today's generation they are very very easy to work with because they are all they all are i would say very very uh, mature at a young age right so they they are uh, they are willing to listen they are willing to experiment they are willing to understand the intricacies and uh, willing to work with uh, situations and problems what the young people perhaps miss today is is uh, should i say tenacity hmm. and being able to you know um, stay in a particular place and you know be able to be having commitments of a longer nature i think that is what is missing but otherwise i feel that they are really very 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 evolved set of you know this new generation that we have they know that they can do a lot at a very young age and and to conclude tell us what uh, achievement means to you actually achievement is really nothing uh, ashika what happens is that you know today it is created and you have done it and you know tomorrow perhaps nobody will be talking about it so i feel achievement is spark in your eyes when you feel that something little you know nice has happened and it could be as small as saving the life of a plant in your balcony or it could be as small as uh, you know ensuring that that you know whatever you had planned for the day is going on so it is uh, it should be just little little small things and uh, i personally enjoy that more because i know that you know that thing about looking for that big thing to happen and uh, it may not just ever happen and then you're just looking for it so you know that little things is what achievement is all about and i enjoy that the little spark is what we are taking away and the number of experiences and uh, you know the ideas and thoughts you shared is what we are taking back with us and uh, cannot thank you enough thank you so much for uh, sharing your thoughts and experiences with us what a pleasure pleasure is mine and i do hope that whatever i have said today would be of value to young and all thanks for tuning in feel free to share your thoughts and feedback in the comment section do rate us on apple podcasts if you like the episode subscribe or hit follow voice of achievers on apple podcasts google podcasts hubhopper spotify jio savan gana or wherever you get your podcasts from send us an email on editor at voiceofachievers.com or find us on voiceofachievers.com to share guest suggestions or topics that you'd like us to cover don't forget to tune in next week again voice of achievers on eplog media